0: that flips the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm your host, Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist and supplement strategist. I'm joined by Mark DeSico, founder of RTD Fitness. Good to see you, Mark. Good to see you, Neil. Long time no see. I know. It's been, what, 48 hours? And less than that. Less I, than I, that.
1: I've driven to Saugerties about 17 times in that time frame. <laughs> I lost my wallet at the Garlic Fest. What a mess, Neil. What I'm, a mess. I'm shout st- out to the Wamsleys. Ah. They got me my wallet back, so shout out, Saugerties. Yeah, fantastic. Saw the Fullers. Got Fuller hugs. They were incredible. Oh, just catching wow. up on the Garlic Fest. All Fullers? All, no, not all so Fullers. Stacy was not there. Stace- I got Kelly yeah. and Kathy. I got the mom and the daughter, Yeah, um, the old. Two ladies. I don't know nothing about ageist. I'm not being ageist. I'm just saying they they are the oldest. Um, Lovely to see them and Dave and uh, just give them hugs and and chat and catch up. Felt normal, man, being back at the Garlic Fest with all the people there. Felt awesome to be in Sagardies. I love Mm Sagardies. I love being able to take my ten year old daughter around Cantine and regale her with tales of my uh, youth. And I was able to go up to the Key Club people and say, hey, I was president of Key Club once and give them money. They were not interested. <laughs> they didn't care. They did not nope. care. I've done their job, so I know how hard it is to sit there yeah. and ask for money. So I was like, oh, I'll give them money. They'll be excited to see me. They could not have cared less that I was president. I shared <laughs> it with them. I gave them <laughs> uh, that information. Nobody cared.
0: Yeah, the girls were uh, face painting. Uh, they were helping out the art club. And you know, we talk a lot about Woodstock because that's where the practice is. That's right. where I, I spend my day. And it's the most famous small town in the world. Yeah. But Sargentys is super famous too. I mean, yes. if we just go to Jimmy Fallon, and just stop there. That's enough. That's enough. The Tonight Show host is from Saugerties, he played is. soccer, did, went to all the schools school classes and did all the things he's the dude and he's given a ton of money and time back to the community. They have this amazing like drama room and art room I've and it's amazing. Yeah. The music room. Oh, the piano room, I think, right? The Jimmy Fallon piano room. Yeah. Right? Really cool. And so we've got a smaller here. Liv is here today. Uh she's kind of hanging on. Just moving smallers
1: through the system here. <laughs> just random smollers could show up at any time.
0: But we're famous for the garlic festival and uh you know that's a it's like a international sensation for it's a garlic big deal. People. Yeah. It's like 30 thousand people or something. There were a ton amount. of people yeah.
1: there. I got to park over the high school walk over tell lila how great i was at playing goalie <laughs> and all of the all of the you know i had a 1.08 goals against. shout out john spears coach spears yeah he will verify my 1.08 goals against average mm-hmm. uh my 10th grade year uh, you know it was just cool To be in Sogarties, to be able to say to my daughter, like, "Hey, this is where I used to play baseball all the time," and just get to like, she went and played on the field, and she went and played on the playground. It was just super neat, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it still, even though I lost my wallet and had a mess. It was terrible. It it felt really great to be home. know, Wamsley saved the day. Wamsley saved the day. Shout out Wamsley. The coolest
0: thing. Let's do give Sakina a shout out. Hi Sakina. So she saw Mark, and it flattered Mark. (laughs) Well, it didn't just flatter
1: me; it confused me. So, like, I've been a Sogarties person my entire life, right? It's my birthplace, where I grew up. It's where I graduated. Yeah. I, I, I've done a ton of things there. You know, we we Ryan Verge and I used to do Who's on First all over town. Like, oh yeah. Like was a there's a lot deal. there was a lot of things I've done in my time. You and I were part of the board that brought the Boys and Girls Club into sorry, not yeah. to brag on ourselves, but no, nope. we were involved in all of these things. And so for someone to come up to me at the garlic fest and be like, Hey, are you the guy from the podcast? I was like, <laughs> I, I'm yes, I yes, I that's true. Yeah. Um and so Sakina introduced herself and her husband. They were lovely yeah. and they they really like what we're doing here, which yes. who could blame them? What we're doing here is very important yeah. um and exciting and yeah. so they looked me up they stalked me on facebook and then they saw me at the garlic fest yeah with my daughter getting gummy bears she actually so, so,
0: she told me that she was looking for you in particular wow that's, like, I'm that's hoping she Mark was not as creepy hair. as you are um when you say
1: that that sounds creepy
0: because i do that to celebrities and what's oh, that. that sounds about right that's what i would expect
1: from you you're like ethan hawke's here let me go say hi maybe he needs maybe he needs his, his prescriptions filled
0: that's my nail impression everybody uh, it sounds very That's exactly how sounds. Yeah. yeah today's episode is immune health boost or bust. Ooh, That's a good title, right? I like that. In my holistic standard, the standard for holistic care, supplement quality, and change that lasts, this would be a wellness pyramid discussion. We're going to talk about immune health, which is how we use holistic care to manage our immune health, right? And so visit down.com for all things podcast related. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app or even over on YouTube, and then give us that five-star review as often as you can, each and every episode, because it helps us get seen and heard, and we are worth it. So let's just get right into our pre-show affirmation. Let's check in. Why are we here? What are we trying to do? Especially if you're trying to uh, listen to this episode for the very first time, you're going to be like, whoa, these dudes are not my cup of tea, but this we are. We are. We are your cup of tea. We to promise. trust. Trust us. And like we didn't put anything in the tea, I promise. We just want you to live your healthiest life. We're fans of supplements done right. We just don't want you to get lost in the chaos that the health and wellness industries intentionally create, all right? So we're here to make sure you don't waste your time, money, or energy on the false promises these billion-dollar industries make. We're here to help you on a new and better path to feel your best. So here's the warning. Here's the affirmation. If we're ranting about something, we're not picking on you because you did it right we're picking on the system the misinformation and the hype that gets folks like you with good intentions to these points we're raging against the machine and not you and it sounds robotic because we say it every single time and i just want to make sure it's said the same way every single time because i really want people to know that that's the gig
1: and we sometimes go off on tangents you might be surprised if, if you've listened to this podcast that that happens here but mm-hmm. we kind of go off on on off the rails every once in a while and so the reason we do that isn't because we're maniacs it's because our frustration level with the misinformation that exists and and that it really does take people who have a fantastic plan or want to do the right thing down the wrong path and so we're just here to help right the path folks that's what we're here to do and and according to sakina we're doing a
0: fantastic job <laughs> and that's all that matters and the that's coopers it. who are our biggest supporters clearly don't uh, care not anymore.
1: even close we've been shouting out Lindsay non-stop and she can't even be bothered to listen to the podcast so i'm
0: done <laughs> shouting out Lindsay cooper no more Lindsay cooper shout i'm done So today's show is Immune Health Boost or Bust. There's three topics that we're going to cover. The first section is going to be pretty typical for us. We're going to talk about the mentality around the topic. That's what we've done pretty much every single episode. And the reason why is because I'm not satisfied as a wellness practitioner just parroting back the words said by other wellness practitioners, especially boost my immune system. To me, that's like the worst. I ask tough questions back. In general, and so what I'm hoping to do with the podcast is teach you that reflex, teach you to ask those questions back to get to the right answer. And so then the second thing we're going to do is talk about the thing itself, boosting the immune system. And then finally, I'm going to talk about supplements in the immune health category. Uh, specifically, which horses I actually back in the race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, here's another thing: <laughs> a second affirmation. Uh, no affirmations, affirmations are good. Affirmations. I like this. The aforementioned affirmation. 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 The aforementioned affirmations. Uh, <laughs> this is an affirmation mm-hmm. uh, because that I just kind of laugh and chuckle about because uh, I could see people getting frustrated mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm not the guy that gives specific answers. Take yeah. this brand of this product at this dose. Mostly because when I used to do that, like use this thing, uh, the good companies would go bad in like record time. Mm. And the other piece is like, this is a practice. So most of the stuff we try to make here is a little bit evergreen. So that way, the new information that comes doesn't really change the the heart of this. I don't want to make seven different episodes of immune health, right? So, um, you know, eventually we're going to have very specific conversations and we're going to kind of say, this is a specific recommendation that we're doing. And, you know, and the other idea here is that we're flipping the wellness industry upside down. So, to say do this thing doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm the guy that's talking about supplement strategy. Uh, I'm not going to make sweeping broad recommendations for everybody to do except for those core products, the vital five. And even then, it's only in specific circumstances that people need one or more of those things. So, I'm going to definitely introduce some supplement options that are high on my list, but I'm not telling you to buy one specific thing because I'm not going to give you that answer. That doesn't make sense. If you want that specific answer, I've got time. I can tell you that. You can reach us through WoodstockVitamins.com or you can call 845-521-7455. That's the number for Woodstock Vitamins, the practice. And one of my well-trained staff can answer or you might even catch me. Mostly you will catch me because I'm just there stabbing people all day. I'm going to catch you outside. How about that? (laughs) And we can give you specific recommendations and that's how you should be engaging with this kind of material. You shouldn't be prompted to go and buy a specific thing because some dude on the internet is telling you to do that. You should see how it fits with your overall strategy. So I just wanted to make sure that I got that off uh, here at the beginning because there is a lot... That we're going to be talking about generally and not very specifically. Not. And that
1: and, and that is frustrating. And so folks have said things like, why don't you recommend blah? You know, like Lindsay's very angry. Like, She's give me one angry. vitamin, Neil. Just tell me the multivitamin I'm supposed to take. And if you listen to the excruciatingly long episodes about vitamins, you're, you'll find out that really, it's a targeted approach to all of this stuff. Yeah. So the way Neil's preaching this is not, you can take one thing, and we've been talking about this since the very beginning, this magic pill idea, this idea that we want to be sold something, and it's funny, I looked in my cabinet at my medicine and uh, in all the vitamins that we have, and I was talking about my wife's Caltrate that looks like it's not meant for me, and yeah. I opened it up, there it was, pink, flowing in the front, yeah. and it was obviously not for me, and I thought again as I opened up my cabinet, I was like, that's not that bottle of pills is not for me. Right. Now, that was my immediate reaction. I could probably take caltrate. It'd probably be good for my bone density or whatever. Maybe. But maybe. But but that's how it's marketed, right? It's marketed for women. It's right. marketed to boost her whatever, right? And mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about boosting our immune system today. Like you're being sold something. And so if you are being sold something, it's probably for someone's benefit. What we're saying here is Neil's not going to say to you, you have to buy this thing. If we say to you, you have to buy this thing, stop listening. yeah, Because that is somebody who has an angle at this
0: thing. Yeah, You have to buy this podcast. You have to well, get off the record yes, for sure. Because yes. we have
1: to pay the bills. Well, but- it's getting expensive here, guys. <laughs> So the least you could do is give us five stars, share us and do all the subscribing stuff. I mean, that's that's the bare minimum we expect from you. So hopefully you're doing that and you're giving us the views and you're doing the deal. But honestly, I'm not here to say I have the the end all be all on physical fitness. Or right? nutrition. Or, or, nutrition any or any of this Or any of the lifestyle domains at the bottom of the pyramid that we are so focused on because those are the areas where you're going to get your best benefit. That's the best efficacy compared to any pill or option that we're going to sell you that Neil's going to sell you because I don't even get any money off of that. The supplements, which I should get, I should get a, a kickback get on these supplements, right? There should be some kickback, like for the me. drug companies. Yeah, kick I them. want a kickback. Like you haven't even thrown me like a nice lunch. Like the pharmaceuticals at least <laughs> give you like a sandwich or something. I don't get anything. But but honestly, that's why we're here. Is the we're doing this thing completely upside down. We're doing it completely opposite, and we're making you look at your lifestyle domains first before you start throwing pills down your throat.
0: Your gullet, if you will. Yeah. Right? So let's talk about the mentality around immune health. And we're big mindset guys here, right? So what is the thinking that's going on as you're making these decisions? So immune system boosting is the main concept, Mm -hmm. right? That's where people are at. It's based on the idea that our immune system can be weakened, and then the result is that we get sicker. Uh, That would mean that we would have either more intense illness, more frequent illness, or we would get ill with things that most people don't. And And coming off of COVID, Neil,
1: immune-boosting, I'm going to say immune-boosting at some point because I can see myself just... Gary Boosting. I'm I'm going down that path and I'm afraid my brain's going to do that. But (laughs) immune-boosting... As long as you do not say aforementioned. Yeah, you did that. The uh, the thing about (laughs) immune-boosting is it's important to people if you are... If there is a way, right, Mm -hmm. to make my immune system work more efficiently when I'm about to be sick. And my mom's a big echinacea person. She's always like, take the echinacea, take the echinacea, it's going to save your life. And I'm like, is that what it does? Because I feel like... you. You're just you're really about it. But that's the kind of thing where it, it's a very desirable thing to have, particularly in a time where we get sick, and particularly this time of year, right? It's cold and people are going to school and getting sick. Yeah. This is a thing that if it were true, everyone would want and 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 be trying to get to that Im- immune
0: boosting. Right. right. I, and it's really funny you say this, the the school thing, right? Because a lot of people will say, because it's colder weather and we're moving inside, that's why we're all getting sick. And I would say it's because kids are in school. Yeah, they're, and they're gross. Have you ever met a kid? They're nasty. They're, they're gross. Like all of them. Yes. And so, like, you, it's really that for me. They're huge vectors of disease, yeah. and we have to contend with that. So, you know. We it should is, probably put them all on a ship
1: and just send them away, right? <laughs> just for, like, eight months and just let them learn or that Or put way. them on,
0: like, a Disney cruise so that way we don't that, have to talk to them for a little bit. That actually sounds nice. Yeah. So. It is true. There's a number of factors that can make our immune systems perform suboptimally. And there are drugs, supplements, diseases, genetic factors, yada, 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 that actually make our immune system almost entirely non functioning. This is the concept of immune suppression. The nice part, as you said, Mark, is like we're just coming off COVID. So a lot of this stuff is like top of mind for people and they've dived deeper than they ever have on the concept of immune health. Um, But there are things like high-dose steroids, the HIV or AIDS, cancer treatment. Those people can have severe immune suppression. Now, this only really represents about 3% of the population or about 7 million people if you're doing the math at home. There are very big differences between suboptimal immune performance and immune suppression, and the problem is we kind of gum them together. We should not. So here's a couple of the differences just to get you on the same page with, as I am here. So in the immunocompromised people, there's a measurable impact. We can count it. We can see the numbers change. So it's kind of like if I was a school teacher, this isn't me saying that, oh, you're only gonna get an 85. I'm telling you you're gonna get close to a zero because the it's like not even on the board, right? The, the immune function is barely active, right? And so, Those people that are truly immunocompromised are not going to use vitamin C to improve their odds. They're not going to take a couple extra naps. They're not going to do some exercises and have better function. The people that are here in that 3% The bottom and the middle of the pyramid, it's fine. Do that stuff. It's very important for your other health factors, but you're going to need top of the pyramid treatment to protect yourself.
1: And you're not, if you don't have those things, so like I talk about my bariatric situation where I need to have the multivitamins taken four times a day, it's crucial to my physical health. I am a carve-out loophole, and I am not the norm that way this is the same concept it sounds like, Neil, which yep. is these folks, you probably think you're immunocompromised because of other factors, but unless you're in that 3% that Neil's talking about, you are truly not immunocompromised. Now, I know you wanted to be immunocompromised so that you get in line for the first you know, boosters, Booster. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you might have like maybe told a little white lie that you're immunocompromised yeah. or got a doctor to agree with you that maybe you are. You put but me in a weird spot. And make, yeah, and make Neil feel uncomfortable, yeah. right? Which I'm totally... Totally for that. You're
0: gonna have to sign this document. I love everything about that. I love it. But but so it's it's, there's a difference
1: between real immunocompromised, right, and like pseudo immunocompromised. And so we don't we want to kind of we're not splitting hairs here. Mm -hmm. We want this to be accurate to who you are. So if this is something that relates to you, you know it already. Right. Right. There's there's no surprise if you have immunocompromised levels at like zero. You already know that because you are constantly in a state where you have to be taking these medicines. Whether you're doing the lifestyle domains are not, you have to stay on medicine to help you with that. Right. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so those folks,
0: you might think you are one of those folks and chances are, if you're listening, you're probably not. You're probably not. Right. And so then that's everybody else. And you know, their experience is measurable and it's really medical based. uh, But for everybody else, it's subjective. And the example that I like to give is shingles. Right, so shingles is chicken pox that you got when you were young, you know, and then it pops its head out later in life because your immunity gets weakened. Ch- chicken pox never goes away; it just hides. It hides in your nerves, and you just play whack-a-mole. Your your uh, it pops its head out and says, "Hey, can I come hang out with you guys now?" And your immune system says, "No," and it plays whack-a-mole and smacks it back into the nerves, and it's good. And it only comes out and turns into disease if you get really bad at playing whack-a-mole, and that's normally because your immune isn't uh, immune system is in a suboptimal state. Totally happens all the. Time. Time right, and so uh, you know if you're over fifty, technically your ability to play Whack a Mole decreases just based on your age, and they recommend a vaccine to boost your immunity so that way you can continue to play Whack a Mole really well. But the and thing about- have the microchip installed because the vaccines
1: are very important <laughs> for the
0: tracking of Bill Gates. <laughs> the, the 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 idea here is that shingles is real; it happens because of suboptimal immune health, and we can't predict it at all right? Because, you know, like people can get it because they're stressed out. I have a family member that went to a wedding with shingles down her face because she was stressed out about stuff going on in our house with like COVID, right? And so, you know, but we wouldn't want to practically try to measure people's immune health to determine if they're going to uh, be at risk for shingles or any other thing, right? And so- And wouldn't it be like a point in time anyway, right? So like, say, let's a say- A flash I, in the pan. Like I take, it, I take it today, it's like
1: I'm exhausted today. So yeah. my immune immune system shot. I'm I'm like, I'm wiped. I need to go to bed. Like if shingles were to come up today, that would make sense to me because I'm wiped. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm stressed. I lost my wallet. You know, I told you a whole story about the garlic fest. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. So that could be
0: Not indicative of long-term health, right? Like that's just a point in time picture, right? That's you're exactly right. It's not practical. It's nearly impossible to measure to actually be able to predict these kinds of things. But we know that there are factors that increase our risk. So, unlike the immune-suppressed folks, uh, there are some things that can be done that uh, can be done to, I guess, improve our suboptimal performance here. So those are the two big differences. So we're talking about. Folks that are suboptimal and they want to do the things to make them optimal again, right? Got it. So we seek out to boost our immune system, and and you know, the, so the question I say again, the reflex is, what's the question back? What do you mean when you say boost your immune system? What do you believe, and, ba- and what is it based on, right? And is it based on something that you've heard, right? Yes. Uh, because the charlatans sell this thing, right? Boosting your immune system, and and it's not sold as making sure that you're not suboptimal. They sell you this idea that you just like Mark's mom believes it's like a force field that we're going to give you the immune benefit to make you so you get sick less. Right. And so like the idea here is you don't get sick And if you do, it's just the sniffles, right? So this is the concept that the charlatans sell you. Not to prevent you from getting suboptimal like we can and should. It's to make you stronger. Now, here's something that I want to say, Mark, and I want your opinion on this. Okay. Doesn't that make the rest of us feel like when we get sick we have failed something
1: totally right and and, and the thing and, I, and I'm now I'm gonna brag a little bit because yeah. you know guys, you guys know how I roll if you watched uh, the Book of Mark you know how I'm a little bit cocky a little bit confident yeah but what I'll say about this is my immune health is dope okay I sure. got some really good immune health and yeah. the reason for that the reason is not because I take those 57 uh, <laughs> multivitamins a day it's because I live out those lifestyle domain options right. and so and so that for me, is how I've maintained a really high level of health. But even when I was overweight, I didn't get sick an awful lot. And right. so I think some of this probably Neil is mm-hmm. like I I don't want to judge somebody who gets super sick and act like Hey, you got super sick. I guess you got a weak
0: immune system, bro. <laughs> right? Like right, very like, macho. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it. It mm-hmm. just
1: seems like it's like pretty chance like oriented. Like it's like I you know I mm-hmm. have the health that I have and and I'm happy with it. But like I could also get sick and be miserable. Like I was sick and I told you I ate the ice cream for that week. Like I got sick and it it happens. And so I'm not going to beat myself up because I got sick. Otherwise my immune health is where I want it to be. And so it's not a judgment. If you get sick, it's not, Oh, look at you. He's lame and he's weak like that.
0: I mean, that's, that's not helping anything and it's not accurate. This is an example of the industry making you feel inadequate, Mm. to get you to buy things is is. really what this is, right? We want you to, we want to say, we want you to boost your immune system. So you have a fear of missing out. So you jump right on that wagon. And then if you don't do it and you get sick, you feel like you've done something wrong. And we want the JOMO. We
1: want the joy of missing out on that. So what we want is you to feel excited about the fact that you're not buying into this boost my, my, um, my immune, i almost said boost metabolism. But that's a whole other. That's show. a whole. Other that's show. a whole other show. But boosting immunity—that idea that I can that I can somehow get ahead of this thing because other people are right, Neil. They're selling yeah. me this idea that there's a, these other people out there yeah. who have boosted their immune system. Don't you
0: want to boost your immune system too? It's like, of course I do. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I want. Uh, Tell I, me more. I want. Tell I, me more, Charlatan. I, I don't want to suffer even for a moment. Never. I don't, I don't want to be sick ever. And so I want to take the thing to make sure that I don't have that happen. And, you know, as you were saying, it's most of the stuff that we're talking about is infectious diseases, and it really has more to do with you getting exposed to something than it does about your immune health. There was plenty of people that were marathon runners that were super healthy fit people getting intubated left and right during COVID, Mm -hmm. right? And it had nothing to do with your immune health. While yes, it gave them better defenses, made it so that they could endure the, the pain associated with those severe infections in the early stages of, Especially, but there was a lot of people that were having a tough time with that. And again, we use this COVID thing as a dramatic example because it was so ubiquitous, right? Well, and it's a great time to have the discussion because everybody's lookout is what
1: can I do to make my immune system work better and more efficiently, especially because if I get COVID, I want to not have it be so severe, right? So, so this is the topic that's at people's kitchen tables, Neil. This yeah. is not something that we're, it's not ethereal. This is not, this is not some kind of theory that we're kicking around. Here. It's
0: almost like I know what I'm talking about well, and I know know what's going on, right? Like I was doing this for cough and cold season Mm because that's where we are right now. But like I want uh, folks to hear this because of the COVID conversation. And one of the things that I banged my head against the wall a lot with during COVID was all the people that were trying to, um, I guess like that fear, uh, uh, you know, swage that fear. And then like they wanted to have some autonomy and you know, and then uh, you know, they were kind of buying all of the supplements to take because they didn't want to have the COVID problem, right? Before vaccines and stuff. And people... Just bought it despite me saying it's not going to do anything. I wish it would do something. It's not going to do anything. So, anyway, we're back here. So, but really, again, boosting the immune system. At best, what we can do is prevent ourselves from being suboptimal, right? And so, at least from a bottom, and like middle of the pyramid mentality. There are things that we can do to give you some of that protection back, right? And most- So
1: this is important because this is what you're looking for. So we wanna really say, you could be suboptimal based on your lifestyle domains, based on what's happened to you, genetics, all of these things. You could be suboptimal right now. If you wanna get from suboptimal to closer to optimal, these are the ways you're gonna get there. So don't tell us we didn't tell you anything about this because we're not trying to shoot everything down. We want to give you practical advice. Right.
0: So so there is something that actually can give you that extra protection mark that I want to bring up. Condoms. I'm gonna no. No. Okay. <laughs> they don't help. Uh-huh. Then they ruin everything. Oh uh, that's true. yeah. So that, anyway, so the, <laughs> the there there is something that can help you go from suboptimal to better than you were before you met the thing, right? And it's not a middle or bottom of the pyramid thing. The middle and the bottom of the pyramid helps you go from suboptimal to optimal. This is going to help you go from optimal to superhero. And most experts know what this is, right? And responsible experts, I should say, right? And most people who really understand the complexity of the immune system will point to a single thing that will give us that power. I got it. To get sick from disease less. I know what it is. But some people don't want to hear it. I know what it is. What is it? Vitamin C. (laughs) Wow. We've been beating up a stroke. We have been beating up vitamin C. (laughs) (laughs) Poor vitamin C. It's it's
1: it's just it's out there trying to be just just oranges and trying to be just syrup. It's just trying to be syrup corn that was converted over. It's really trying. Yeah.
0: So um. So no, it is actually vaccination. So Neil, (laughs) this is it. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. We're canceled. We're canceled. And you know, like the fact that I had to build it up. Yeah. To just those two words, it's vaccination. Tells you how. Jacked up everything. We're in trouble. So it's like, it is a bad place, but you know, all day long, I'm getting told I'm not a holistic practitioner because I don't, I, because I do advocate for vaccination, you know, and another day we'll have that conversation and I'm not making a pro vaccine episode. That's not what the point of this is. I'm just bringing this up to state a reality about the immune system and a reality about our mentality. So you're trying to use science to make a claim. (laughs) I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to keep it real. Right. So on our mentality right? We will buy all the things to boost our immune health, but we're going to skip all the doing (laughs) Mm -hmm. that actually makes the most impact. Mm -hmm. So that's our mentality. When it comes to boosting our immune system, we want to buy something because it's way easier and less boring than doing all of the things, right? People roll their eyes at me literally when I'm like, oh, this is how you do this. And they're like, nope, I'm Mm -hmm. not doing that. And second, here's the reality. Some of us deny the truth, but vaccination from a science standpoint, biology, medical practice, all of that, besides actually surviving the illness, you know, unscathed, of course, that will actually boost our immune health. That'll make it greater than it was before. And that's just all I'm trying to say. Uh, the other thing I want to say, is, though, is that our immune system is super complex. So the problem is with vaccination and all these conversations about immune health boosting and otherwise, people try to simplify it and re- and take a reductionist approach like they do with all these complex topics, right? And so there's a theme building here, right? Uh, anytime we come against a problem in the health and wellness industry, it's because of a simplification, right? A reductionist approach to the whole thing. And so I use the analogy of the feel, uh, ceiling fan switch, right? So people think your immune system is, is like on and off. And then like a dial. And it's clearly far more complex, right? But it would be easier for all of us if all of these were simple
1: answers. And so the reason that it takes us an hour and a half to get through an episode is because (laughs) none of these are short answers. If they were short answers, if we could say to you, go stretch, go take a vitamin, eat a bunch of protein, and your life's going to be sick... That's not all of the story, and so now we're going to start shoving vaccines in you, and you're <laughs> not. And some of you are like, I don't want a vaccine. I know per, people in particular who have reached out to me and have said they're watching the program,
0: refuse to have vaccines. Cool. So. How do we make it make sense to them, Neil? Yeah. So, I mean, really, from my perspective, uh, one of the things I'll always say, even though it's very pro-COVID vaccine and vaccines in general, because I'm a medical practitioner that Your you doctor, know, understands science. You're a doctor. An actual doctor. Yeah. And like I'm not going to you know, put my ideology, my worldview an- ahead of the objective reality. I'm, mm. I'm going to keep it real. Um, I, I tell people all the time, I don't care, uh, to be quite honest with you. If you choose to not get vaccinated because you don't want to. That's fine. We are at a detente, and the two of us can live really well alongside of each other. But if you want to use any of the BS justification for why you can't get vaccinated because of the toxins and all of the the stuff, autism, all of that, that's wrong. It's just wrong. It's Jenny McCarthyism. I'm I'm going to win that argument because I can point to a billion things in your diet, in your supplements, in anything that you do that has far more dangers than any of the dangers posed by any medical intervention, period. Right. And so so, if
1: I eat a Big Mac (laughs) and that is my health regimen, and then
0: all of a sudden I'm like, man, I don't really know what's in vaccines. I I, got box food. You got, you got dairy alternatives in your house. There's more exposure to stuff than there is in a vaccine period, because that that's exposure is so constant and, and everywhere you take a supplement and you're not even checking the brands. I'm telling you there's stuff there. And so we, and again, and we're, not, and we're not
1: going to force anybody to get a vaccine. I'm not forcing anybody to, to get a vaccine. want to be clear about this. We're, we're talking
0: about the immune system. That's so, it. like, Now we can end it. So I just wanted to say that. So the piece here that I want to say about boosting your immune system as we move off of this topic is that there are people with boosted immune systems. They have super performing immune systems. And you know what they're called? Type 1 diabetics. <laughs> <laughs> Patients with hyperthyroidism. People with autoimmune disorders, right? So their immune system is boosted so much that it can't really differentiate itself from foreign invaders and starts attacking itself
1: because it's so good at because its, it's so
0: good it just wants to like mess everybody I'm gonna get up everything it's a here. bunch of jacked up security guards at yeah. a bar right that just wants to fight with everybody throw even throw everybody right, out that that isn't causing a ruckus so
1: and, you, and the rest of your body's over here just like i'm just trying to live bro can i can i have some oranges <laughs> like why can't i have some sweets no nope.
0: so, so like if your immune system literally could boost itself that would be a problem right because it's not like we're doing a harry potter curse and or like spell and being like Stop me from getting colds. It's like that's not how this thing works. Remember, we were talking about that with the multivitamins. Mm-hmm. The vitamin goes everywhere, right? It, it doesn't just go to the thing. So we have to. The immune system is everywhere. It's ubiquitous. So we're going to amp up all of those bouncers everywhere, and it's going to cause a problem. So that's the important piece: is that people are being uh, too reductionist in in their communication of this to you, and they're they're selling you something that can't possibly be true. It can be true, but a lot of people don't like the answer for. Uh, how you make it true. Right. And so here's my tip of the day. Okay. If you are talking to somebody and you want to know about something like this and you say, can you tell me something about the immune system? And they don't go, dude, that stuff is so complicated. (laughs) Like, it's just crazy. That's a good sign that they're BSing you because that should be the first thing that comes out anybody's mouth. I studied the immune system for two years in school, which is a lot of time in pharmacy school because we're doing a lot of stuff. And I'm telling you, that stuff is ridiculous. All the new medicine is based on immunology. It is blowing the minds of all of us. And it's crazy. It's very, very complex. So if somebody is taking a, oh yeah, I can totally tell you all about it. You know, if they're an immunologist, that's super cool. But otherwise I think that they're they're BSing you. So.
1: And I can promise you, I am not going to tell you anything about the immune system. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm here to take Neil's stuff and make it make sense and synthesize in a way that humans can understand it because there's a lot of content here, folks. Right. And so- we're not, again, beating up on anti-vax people. We're not. Don't don't start misquoting us and saying if you don't get a vaccine, your immune system sucks. You might still have an okay immune You're system. You're going to have a great immune system. Your immune system could be super cool, bro. And that's fine. But what we don't want you to do is have misinformation. So what we will always do is shoot you straight here. And that's what this is.
0: So one of my favorite analogies, actually, to end this conversation. Uh conversation around the immune boosting is like our immune system is like an old tool shed and there's a bunch of tools. Some of them are shiny and new, some of them are rusted and there's a bunch of things. But in order to get more tools into the shed, which is the actual boosting, that's vaccination. We can shine up our tools. We can do all of those things, but we might still have a rotten saw, you know? And so that's a, a kind of a great analogy I've always thought. So one last thing I want to just cover really this idea of immune boosting, it's flawed because it's a shortcut right? It's the idea that like, I'm going to gobble down vitamin C. I'm going to use essential oils all over my house constantly that help protect my immune system and help my immune health. I'm going to have elderberry promethazine lean syrup, like the wrappers, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to do all of that stuff, but I'm not going to wash my hands regularly. I'm not going to get a good night's sleep and I'm not going to eat a healthy diet, right? Those are the things that actually help, but I'll do all of the other things because that's sexier to me, right? So we're not being holistic, like truly holistic, because the charlatans in the industry don't want you to be healthier. They want you to buy stuff, right? And so it's really interesting to me that one of the biggest arguments against big pharma is like, they just want you to stay sick, right? And the truth is anybody that wants you to make money around health and wellness wants you to stay sick, period, right? They're not they're not trying to solve your problem. They're just trying to sell you products. They're trying to solve their problem, the profit problem, right? And so they may be solving a problem for you, which is like, I want this thing, but that problem isn't, an immune system problem that's a compulsion problem that's a uh, i've been lied to so long problem that right that's a strategy problem right and so if you're seeking the optimal blank diet sleep immune health whatever you can't gloss over the very much impactful things that we do to uh, uh, to have tunnel vision for these things that we can buy period and that is the that
1: is kind of why we're trying to not make this sound like there's a product out there for you, and at the end of this, we're going to say, "Okay, buy Caltrate." Like, like we're not going to do that ever on this show, and right. and, and that is we know that that's frustrating. Certainly not Caltrate either. But and I just I <laughs> grab, grab the pink one that's in my in my uh, closet. Mm-hmm. But this is this is about us supporting the longer conversation, the the more accurate data, and the clear path for you, which we keep coming back to, the base of the pyramid. If I have said it once, I've said it 1,500 times, these lifestyle domains are where you're going to get the benefit. It's where you don't want to do the work. We know that. And we're not mad at you because of it, Mm -hmm. but you're looking for stuff on the second or third rung of the ladder and you're not looking at that first step and going, hmm, how am I doing with my sleep? How am I doing with my water intake? How am I doing with my exosome, which is my environment? Is it very stressful in my environment? If it is, uh uh-oh. And all of those other lifestyle domains, the exercise, the nutrition, not diet, but nutrition. If we're doing those things, the rest of it's going to be much easier to manage. I had a a a, a, a therapy um, a teacher once who, um, when I was in uh, my, for my MSW, and uh, I only took like a, a year of that. But when I was in it, um, the guy said this, every problem that you had, have, could possibly have, is made better by you having money. Yeah. Now, now he was being simplified. He was simplifying the discussion. But what he was basically saying was, look. If you've got money, that's one less problem that you have. Yeah. If you are in a mental health situation and you have cash, your life's going to be a little bit easier just based on the cash. Yeah. If you have the same exact mental illness and you're broke, then you're going to have another problem. And that's what we're trying to focus in on here. Not that we're trying to give you more money, yeah, but if I you if money. you invest in those lower rung first pyramid problems, right? Mm-hmm. The first rung of the lifestyle <laughs> pyramid domains, problems. these first period problems, if you can spend some time there and take your energy and put it towards those domains, yeah.
0: that's where you're going to benefit. Right. So understanding how to improve immune function requires you to understand one main concept, one that we've reiterated a number of times. We covered it in the micronutrients discussion. We are not looking to be superheroes. We can go from bad to good but doing extra thing won't take us from good to that superhero level, right? And we ha- you have to hear that good is more than enough, okay? We can't let perfect or like the optimized version of everything be the enemy of good all the time. And it's a real problem. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, immunity, we have a lot of folks getting their boosters and they're asking me, well, I heard that if I switch from Pfizer to Moderna, then I'm going to get an extra 2%. And meanwhile, they're not wearing a mask, or if they're wearing a mask, they've skipped other boosters or they don't wash their hands. You're right, they're doing all of the wrong things. And we've had this conversation about other. Wellness things. If you are worried about, should I put pomegranate on my salad instead of just eating salad? You know, you're going to get far more benefits just from eating salads on the regular basis, right? And what's two
1: percent, Neil? Like, Mm -hmm. help me with the word. So we've already talked about this. We are terrible at math. Terrible math. So if I get a 98 percent or a 96 percent protection, the two or the four percent still going to come after me, folks. And And so it's 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 just math. It's just math nonsense. It's across the board. It's 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 general population. Are you general population? No. You have specific problems, specific to your body, which we've talked about, right? So this is not about letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. And that's always true. It's true with stretching. It's true with working out. It's true with yoga. I see so many people look at people stretching and go, I could never do that. And the truth is you can, but you haven't put the work in. You haven't practiced. I could not do the stretching I could do when I was 420 pounds. I can do now but I did what I could at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's the key to all of this. Doing what you can with what you have. That's what we're trying to talk about here. Not creating some fantasy world where you're maybe eating salad and maybe stretching and maybe doing yoga. No. What can you do now? Quite literally, what can you do? Physically do. Not, I'm going to get to it tomorrow. Not, I'm going to really think about my schedule. Not, I'm going to write down my plan and then look at my plan and then hang it up on the wall and stare at it. What can you actually
0: do? There are far too many people repeating the same things about how easy it can be and how the quick answer is there. And so I think it's it's, just not true. It's just not true. And I think that's why this is doing what it's doing. So let's kill the mentality piece. We've beaten that up a number of times. Murdered it. We've just seen how it's relevant to the immune boosting conversation. And it's important because you're thinking that, and it's not judgment. Like I think about
1: boosting my immune system before I walked in here, I was like, you could boost your immune system. That's the thing you could do yep. uh, in my head. I'm like, that's, that's the thing you could definitely do. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and now I've learned I could only do it through vaccines. So thank goodness I'm vaccinated. <laughs> great. Great. Uh,
0: yeah boosting, quote unquote. Sure. So so let's talk about the actual boosting of your immune system that we can do. And again, when we say this, I just want you to have that mentality that we're not boosting to become the superhero. We're just trying to get out of that suboptimal range and keep us out of there, right? And so I know what you mean if you say that, right? And so my approach shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, right? So you do, number one, the things that you do is what matters most, right? It's the bottom of the pyramid. Every single episode is hopefully reinforced this conceptually. And it's proving out why I built the model like I did, because all of the science and all of the data points to this as being the best. So proper nutrition, proper exercise. And I say proper when I say all of this, because you can go overboard and you can actually make your immune system weaker. So like super duper crazy athletes can actually have weaker immune systems because of the stress that's induced, right? Uh, Proper sleep, proper uh, mental well-being and, you know, proper environmental controls can all help your immune system go from suboptimal to optimal. I'm right. going to
1: bring my sister-in-law into this because she doesn't understand the internet. So there's no way she's ever going to see this, but <laughs> she's a, she's a, she's, she's, um, a cigarette smoker. Oh um, no. loves cigarettes. A big fan. At least she's cool. Well, she is cool. And she smokes cigarettes. She's been doing it a long time. She loves cigarettes, right? Yeah, Cause that's She'll, what I tell my kids. When we, when we talk, we have to, when we talk about exercise, she'll say, ah, these people, they run their marathons and it's like they beat up their bodies. It's horrible what they do to their bodies. I would never do that because of what it would do and destroy my body. Right. Mm -hmm. And all of us kind of chuckle a little bit. And it's a, it's a fun joke in our family that, that sure, being a marathoner at that level, that's an insane amount of running and probably horrible for your body. Right. Yeah. But A person who does a 5K is not going to destroy their body. They're they're purposely putting stress on their body so that it can heal back and build back better. And so (laughs) that is actually what the benefit of running can do for you. The cardiovascular health, the muscle health, the stretching that it does for your muscles, ligaments, and tendons, lots of great benefits to walking and running. I'm a big walking fan. If If you do walking during your day, it will improve your mental acuity and your physical well-being. It's great. And so I always point people to what can you physically do? Let's do that. So when people are like, what's the best stretch, what's the best thing for me, it's the one you're going to do. And I've said that here, what are you going to actually do? If you'll do a half hour of walking a day, that investment is going to pay dividends long-term. You can't walk 30 minutes a day and then look at me tomorrow and go, I'm not healthier because mm-hmm. that's the baby sitting there going. I did some crunches and staring at his mm-hmm. belly, right? That's the meme Neil talked about. So this this strategy is not about destroying your body with exercise. It's about how do you use the exercise and the health pyramid. To determine where you're at right now, and then make it improve over time, which is slow build,
0: not eccentric, not crazy, slow build. Maybe by like episode twenty, you'll actually know the names of the things that we're talking about. Yes. You call the pyramid something different every every single time. I call time. It whatever I want. <laughs> it's like the it's not mine. The Domino's pyramid is, is, not is the what dom- we got. first of all, Domino's are <laughs> delicious pyramids yeah. because it's made of cheesy bread, but. So, the lifestyle things uh, far and away will improve your immune system's functioning way more than any supplement that you can take. Pyramid. Period. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> Got me. Gotcha. So, period. Uh, so, anyway, so, but, you know, like, here's the thing I, I love this because people will tell me, well, I saw a paper that said vitamin C helps my immune health. And, you know, I just say, imagine it as a bar chart, right? You've seen those before. little towers right and like vitamin C is here and it's got this tall little bar chart and like next to it is like eating cornflakes and it's smaller so you're like oh see vitamin C does something it's great but you know that the point is is like that's fooling you because if you zoom out far enough again you have to go pretty far out you'll see these towering bars right next to them and underneath them the labels say sleep exercise, nutrition. And so the impact on the immune health is so much greater uh, for all of those lifestyle domains than those little itty-bitty interventions that we can do. And when you scale it appropriately, and when you look at the thing with global context, you'll realize that these interventions, while there's a positive change, it's not really significant. And it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And so and you're going to come to us and say, how do I get those bigger bars? And so Neil's <laughs> over here spitting these hot bars, this hot fire.
1: That's what we're talking about. If you invest in those ones and not vitamin C, we've been beating up vitamin C for, for weeks here. I love beating up vitamin C. It is a fun time. But you're not getting the reality of the situation if you're just focusing short short-sightedness on this need for
0: vitamin C. All right. So let's talk about the supplements in the immune health category. And so in the supplement strategy episode and recently in our multivitamin conversations, we've been talking about expectations. Uh, What do we mean when a supplement works? When we say a supplement helps the immune system, what exactly are we saying? And I kind of hinted at it with the multivitamins, the idea that like you can take a supplement and it gets you sick less frequently. You know, you get sick less frequently or you can take a supplement and it makes your sickness less intense, right? Those are the kinds of things that we're looking at if we're trying to say, okay, what does the data uh, say here? And so there are a bunch of different supplements that can benefit the immune system and we're intentionally ignoring the vital five. I'm not gonna talk about probiotics. We're not gonna talk about the micronutrients that are immune supporting except for beating up on vitamin C. And we're not gonna talk about vitamin D and how there's, you know, conversations around, does vitamin D do stuff outside of skeletal health? Does it do stuff to prevent you from being sicker with uh, respiratory illnesses? COVID is one of them, right? So we're going to ignore all of that. And again, there's supplements also that you can take when you're sick to help with symptoms. And that's a whole different animal of its, in of itself. And I've got plenty of articles about that on the website. In fact, I'm going to reference a couple here. Um, but, you know, so what I like to look at are the supplements that have been proven to stop a cold in its tracks. Or to take the wind out of the sails of a cold, right? Because that's really what we're just, when, when we talk about our immune health, we're not worried about our long term, you know, fitness or any of that stuff. We're like, I just don't want a cold, you know, I don't want the flu, right? And so, zinc lozenges, number one, that can help out a ton. And so, um, zinc lozenges is something that's super interesting. Actually, in pharmacy school, is when some of the first studies were coming out. The Coldies company released some of their uh, studies, what they found. So when you uh, have cold viruses, they stick from like sort of like upper respiratory tract. So uh, middle of your nose, basically, to like the the top of your clavicle. That's like your upper respiratory tract. So that's where the cold virus sets up shop and it starts to replicate. And what the zinc lozenges does, it's kind of like bombarding it or kind of like smearing like a cream over top of that little uh, colony that's being established. And it stops the cold viruses from replicating, right? And so it really matters, not that you're taking zinc and putting it in your body. It's that you're smearing the zinc over it. So you suck the lozenge super slowly and let it dissolve in your mouth. You don't chew on it like it's a Tootsie Pop and just... You swallow it down, you have to slowly dissolve it, and you have to do that quite frequently, five times a day, normally for a couple days, to just really coat that uh, that like uh, tissue and prevent the respiratory uh, infection from taking hold. And it works, and there's data to show that using zinc lozenges appropriately can either stop a cold in its tracks or reduce the severity of it. So this is a concrete thing that you can buy from Neil. Go to drneal.co and buy
1: all of the zinc lozenges because we're selling you zinc lozenges. That's not what this is. That's not what we're doing. It is a concrete product, though that mm-hmm. has science attached to it that you could get anywhere. You don't have to buy it from Neil. Yep. So we're not selling you Neil's zinc lozenge, although you should go through woodstockvitamins.com. <laughs> um, but that is why we're saying it, right? Because you can point to science that actually helps you. And I, if I took it, I would take it once and then just forget about it and be like, well, it
0: didn't work or it
1: worked great and I'm done. Like I wouldn't take it as designed. So yep. that's
0: great to know. Supplement strategy. Yeah, we strategy. have to know what we're expecting it to do and we have to know how much we have to take, how, and for how long. Right. And that's how we do these things correctly. Secondly, there's uh, a special type of echinacea. It's not the echinacea that mom's, uh, Mark's mom's uh, recommending. There's a specific dose and there's a specific form of echinacea that's sold by Guy. It's called Quick Defense that uh, has been studied to show to do kind of the same thing. It helps really reduce the inflammatory effects associated with a cold. And again, it's the same kind of deal at a specific time during your illness. You take a couple five times a day for two days and it's been shown to be beneficial. And so, that's another thing that I'll say. Like, you can use a specific type of echinacea to do a specific thing that has some data attached to it. Now, is it a gigantic? randomized control trial, placebo control. No, it's not. It's the best of what we can get. And I know people want to buy stuff anyway. So like, this is something that not only is beneficial, there's some science behind it. Uh, I'd always go for zinc lozenges before I went for the quick defense, but you know, those are two options. Now we, Can I take them together? Uh, sort of. And that's a different story. I'll kind of touch on that. Okay. But like then the last thing that I can recommend that people can take to stop a cold in its tracks is vitamin C. What? Yeah. So only for specific types of people. After all Because if, that? We're, if we're talking about data, um, there is some data that says high dose vitamin C. If you're uh, one of those folks that are exposed to extreme cold, uh, people that work outside, you know, like construction crews and stuff like that, or marathon uh, runners or endurance athletes that are out in the cold, that can help you get less sick for some reason. I
1: mean, we shouldn't gloss over that, Neil. We've been beating I, on vitamin C nonstop in the podcast. So <laughs> so vitamin C, you have your time in the sun. You have your quite, time in the sun. So literally. just let
0: you, that, that's it. And like, again, we, we don't have to worship it. We don't have no. to say it is something that it isn't, uh, but that's that's what we would do. And then there's some supplements that can help out with influenza, just like we're talking about zinc and echinacea can do for colds, right? And that's elderberry. Elderberry is a uh, a berry that when prepared and concentrated has been shown in small studies to help uh, with the flu. I guess the thing to understand is that it doesn't really help in preventing it, but it can make it a little bit less intense or bitey when you have it. And the problem is, is that a lot of people buy it just because they think it's going to help them with colds or they think that it's going to help them prevent the flu. And it really doesn't. Um, just you know, a heads up. It's gross, so because you know concentrated elderberries like bitter, right? And so they load it with sugar. So a lot of the products are diluted because it's basically a can of uh, Pepsi, <laughs> you know. As that's what you're you're doing. And uh, again, a lot of people are using it if they uh, just want to like take it on a daily basis for a prevention thing, and that's not really what it works for. It's one of those things that I don't uh, beat up on and say like don't do that. I'll just say actually. Bring the dose down a little bit. Take it every day if you want to, not for the immune benefits, but because it's a berry. It's a berry that you don't probably eat a lot, and it's got antioxidant properties, and it's just a, a nice thing to have. So if somebody's like, "I want elderberry," I'll explain to them the flu stuff and how it's really just made for that. That's what the data shows, and uh, you know, I'll just let them take it just because it's a berry. You know? But
1: I people think of it, and it's and you're talking about the sugar content, and now you're getting into elder Pepsi, right? So now it's becoming <laughs> you're drinking it. and Mm -hmm. it's putting sugar into your diet that you don't need. And so there's plenty of ways to get berries in your diet that already have sugar in them. Yeah, natural sugar. Natural sugar. 16 grams
0: per teaspoon or whatever, right? right? Mm -hmm. so
1: and so not high fructose corn syrup sugar, but actual sugar that comes from nature. Mm -hmm. That kind of sugar is going to be much more beneficial long-term. And so, again, back to this strategy piece, right? My mom would say, drink the elderberry right now to get ready for the thing. And what we're hearing is, and I'm not beating up on my mom. My mom's the best. <laughs> Shout out Debbie Desico; She's the absolute best. But it's it, this is how this stuff happens, right? My mom is a person who I go to for stuff and I say, hey, what did you hear about this? And she'll tell me, right? Mm-hmm. And so these are the things that people are talking about. So I'm only bringing it in not to beat up on her or yeah. not to say that she doesn't understand how the world works. She's been around a lot longer than me. she knows much more about the world than I do. Yeah. however, we have these preconceived notions. we have these conceptions. We have daytime television. Dr. Oz, we have people saying to you, take this thing and it's going to help you with this thing And I go, all right, that sounds good. It's a doctor. He told me I'll do the thing. Here's Neil, actual doctor, not fake Dr. Oz doctor, but real doctor giving you practical advice for how to do boost your immune system in these specific situations. I
0: mean Dr. Oz technically is a real doctor. He's he like a, he's like a really qualified doctor too. He's just now a weird he's him. just weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh and I'm a pharmacist. I just know a lot about pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So that's important. the uh but anyway, the the idea uh, you're right, the this concept of like I w- heard the thing and I want to do it. And that's really what I'm uh, addressing here. And you know, this may change. Like there may be data that changes this and I'm okay with it. I don't care. Like, I don't care if elderberry does or doesn't work. What I just want you to know is like drinking elderberry without exercise and nutrition is silly, right? And taking elderberry every day is fine if you're taking it for the elderberry, not for the immune stuff, right? So it's just a mindset thing. I just want to shift your perspective because we have a compulsion to buy stuff because that's what we're all trained to do. And we want that extra advantage. We want that one to 2%, even though we're missing the 20 or 30%, right? And so if you're going to make these decisions, here's a few ideas of things that could potentially be better. So things that I'm like, all right, yeah, that's a good compromise for me, right? The the only thing I'm really, really sold on is that zinc, you know? I love that stuff. So, there are also supplements that uh, have no human data. Let's just make that clear, uh, in reducing colds and flus, uh, but still support the immune cells and can make immune cells function better. Now this vitamin C would go in here. Um, but mushrooms is the big one, right? And a lot of people connect mushrooms to immune health as they should, because the, the sugars that are found in, uh, mushrooms just naturally, and some of the compounds found in mushrooms can be beneficial to your immune health, uh, with the activation of, uh, like lots of different immune factors, uh, specifically the the killer cells and macrophages and cytokines and all of that fun stuff. But none of that really matters if it doesn't decrease your risk of colds or flus, right? Um, but again, some people want to do something. And I think taking mushrooms on a regular basis is beneficial for a couple different reasons. There are mushrooms that have effects on people's uh, health and well-being, and there's a good time to use them, and there's a bad time to use them. So you know, I am okay with mushrooms, but only real mushrooms, like literally only real mushrooms, like realmushrooms.com. The, there is a big problem in the mushroom side of the business with crap, uh, garbage. You're literally getting nothing, you're getting sugar. And uh, people are uh, claiming that it is the magical mushroom that you think it's going to be, and it's not. And so, real mushrooms, and we'll probably have those guys back on the podcast, uh, but you can check out the Big Mouth Pharmacist. I'll link it in the show notes. We've done lots of content with them. We've written articles about mushrooms and all the science that they bring to the table and, and all of the information that they bring, but you can do mushrooms wrong and they can be dangerous. They could be placebos at best. Um, you know, this is like a mushroom mind blower type episode, but they have two products that I recommend to people that are looking for something like this. It's five defenders and they have a product called D2Z, which is cool because it's mushrooms that help the immune system and then vitamin D from mushrooms and zinc. So it's all of those things that people are looking for in one product and it's made well. So I'm like, Sure, go ahead for it. You know you can do it. No big deal. Um, so what I will say though, if you go to uh, drneal.co, uh, again I'll link it in the show notes. We have a Dr. neil's simple guide to cold management. It's actually the thing I give people in the practice. So like when you're physically in my store you say I've got a cold, this is what I tell you to do. Step one, step two. This is what you do if you have cough. This is what you do if you have congestion. All natural options, right? And so, so you, you hand people a pamphlet. I hand them uh, a whole like uh, like uh, join my church kind of. Oh, thing. okay, yeah, so cool, yeah. it's a cult. Is okay, really what I'm like trying it. to do. All so right, so you can check that out and you can get the the like hardcore advice that I'm giving there. So you know, there's other things that it doesn't make sense to do. And so taking zinc daily is a bad idea. Certainly if you're going to take the lozenges and try to do them every single day. And that's what I tried to stop the most during the pandemic. So, <laughs> oh my God, this makes me crazy. So at the beginning of the pandemic, you might remember everybody going crazy for zinc lozenges. You remember that? I, so, I, I don't. Okay. Because well, okay. you're not as connected. Yeah, as exactly. I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm on the sidelines. So, but basically everybody was losing their mind. I need zinc lozenges. And I found out why there was a, uh, an immunologist that was like tracking COVID. And he said, okay, he sent a letter to his, uh, his friends and family. And he's like, this thing is real. Take precaution. Do all the things. He's like, masks, the whole thing. Stay home. And he's like, it's a coronavirus. And and co- our colds are a coronavirus. So grab a bottle of zinc lozenges just in case we find in data that it'll actually do something. There right? you go. And then which it, you've already said. Yep. It does the lubrication
1: I, thing on the upper respiratory. You've already described the science yep. behind
0: it. So mm-hmm. so that came from a place of science, yep. which is like, listen, if this thing turns into being a bad cold, you're yep. going to want the zinc lozenges because yep. you're going to want to treat it five times a day, right? Yep. And and so it got turned into like little shareable memes. Uh, and Oh, we want ev- you to meme it. And it went everywhere. And it was crazy. And so we had people coming into the store, and this is before the supply chain issues. They Some dude bought 24 bottles of this stuff. I'm like, so this is dangerous. You can't take this every day. You're going to lose your taste buds because exposing your body to that metal, especially like, you know, topically in your mouth all day long, can kill your taste buds. And that's super bad. And then, like, the amount of zinc that you're getting exposed to isn't good for you either, right? And so, you know, I, I believe, like, nobody's really deficient in zinc. Right. And if you are what you get in your. Flintstones multivitamin is probably enough. And if not, just eat some seeds or some nuts, right? Mark loves nuts. I love putting nuts yeah, in my mouth. So we talked about this. Yeah. And so high dose zinc can be a problem. Internal zinc is skipping the step that the zinc is really used for. And again, zinc is one of those things that helps immune cells. And that's where people get this stuff from. But there's no deficiency. We're not suboptimal in zinc. You know, we we got the zinc covered. We're suboptimal in all those other things, right? So daily zinc is silly. Vitamin C, I've already talked about. Most people it doesn't apply to. And the daily elderberry. Uh, you know, taking it every day is only good if you're looking at it from a fruit standpoint, you know? So, and and again, there's other things. Uh, This isn't supposed to be an episode that just dives in and attacks all of these things. It's not comprehensive. It's not definitive, right? It's just, these are the things I recommend for common sense and beneficial interventions when people are looking for something to take or buy.
1: And that is why we're here for that exact type of explanation in an extremely boring way <laughs> oh to help you understand, <laughs> to help you understand why the why behind it, right? Not just I'm gonna start chugging on zinc lozenges and chugging elderberry at my house. And the thing is, is I saw elderberry, I saw people I know sharing things about elderberry, right? And so in my head, I'm like, well, that person's a pretty learned person, or that person's smart, or that person seems to have it in here. So that might be a reason for me to try this elderberry. I should give it a look, right? And so That shouldn't be based on what you saw on Facebook or a meme or Reddit where Neil lives. You should not base your decisions about what you put in your body on that. This is a comprehensive discussion that brings into all the factors into play. And Neil's actually, for the first time here, giving you specific items that you can take and buy if you're up for that to help you in this situation. But to say that it's going to make your immune system this rocket ship is not really a real
0: thing. And we're sorry to break that to you, but that's the truth. It takes a lot to explain how boring stuff works. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. And we're
1: trying to make it more fun. And Sakina loves what we're doing here. So yeah. sh- so shout out, Saugers. We're trying our best to make this as fun as possible and as interesting as possible. However... This stuff is not super exciting, guys. It's not going to blow your mind. We're not going to end this whole thing with like everybody going out and buying a pile of zinc lozenges. Like you can have them on hand if you're going to get sick, but don't start eating them like they're you know the delicious cherry ones that we used to take um, Mm -hmm. when we were sitting in school. What are those ones? The um, Uh, Ludens. Ludens. That's now that's straight sugar. That's good stuff. That it it provides no benefit other than it's candy and it's delicious. Those (laughs) are the kinds of lozenges I want to get my hands on. The Ludens.
0: (laughs) So I've got an article immune health. Take this, not that. I actually made it in 2020. Take that, take (laughs) that. Right when all of the stuff was breaking up. Uh, No matter what I say, I know people are going to do what they do, right? And my uphill climb, the uphill climb that we've just highlighted a bunch here, is more uphill than my brain allows for. So I wrote this piece to say, okay, so this is the problem with the supplement that everybody talks about, and this is the solution. So I I think that's an important thing for people to take a look at when you're gathering up your intel on how to boost your immune system and protect yourself best this winter, Um, um, but otherwise, I think that's all I got. I think that we've covered it. We beat it up. We talked about our mentality. We did everything we set out to do, Mark. We did, and then some, and then some. And, and we
1: had fun. We we. It was the journey. Uh, the the friends we made along the way here, Neil. Just <laughs> it live. It lives lives here. Yeah. Lives here. She's We're still awake. We got we got two of the four smaller children into this booth. At some point, we'll get all four. <laughs> um, just this is this has been such a, a fun trip for me because. I don't understand this stuff, guys. I yeah. really don't. And so I'm not a supplement guy. I'm not a doctor. I am a lifestyle domain guy who does fitness and helps people stretch. And so if you've heard my story, you know that's true. So it's taking his chocolate and my peanut butter and putting those things together. We knew that when we started this thing, it had to have these components, right? He can't have the discussion about these supplements without getting back to the base of the pyramid, which I know what it's called. It's a pyramid <laughs> and it's the base, right? And so that first level is Issues, Those first world problems, we got to solve those base problems. And so we have time and we have podcast energy where we're going to work on those lifestyle domains, but you are going to approach cold and flu season thinking that you can do this stuff. And we want to really support you in your approach because your mindset isn't the issue here. You want to do it the right way. You're being told and being fed things that are just simply not true. And now
0: we have definitive proof
1: to help you along the way.
0: That does it for this week's podcast episode. Give us five stinky stars. and share the podcast on your social feeds. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast. And remember, being your healthiest starts with being honest about ourselves and the health and wellness industries. Then blazing a new path, marching forward one step at a time. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller for Mark DeCicco, and we've got your back. Thanks for listening.